You can't be tired of me saying thank you. Amen. Um, thank you, Ma. Thank you, sir, for another chance to share God's word. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I do not shy away from, from being grateful. Amen. It's not because of you. It's because of me. It helps me to puncture any ego. Hallelujah. And to erase any sense of entitlement. Hallelujah. I'm not entitled to be here. Amen. It's not my entitlement. It's not my right. Uh -huh. It's a privilege. And I take it with two hands, always. Amen. And when you take opportunities like this, you make yourself better. Amen. You improve yourself. That's why I don't bring in drama when you, when you want to give me a task. There's no drama. If I'm ready, I'm ready. If I'm available, I'm available. If I'm not available, I'll let you know. If I'm available, I'm available. And I take the opportunity with my two hands. Because it improves me. Amen. So I mean it, sir. I mean it. I'm, I'm grateful. Always. Always. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, um, if you see people that have entitlement mentality, you... You'll be so sorry for them. Hallelujah. You know, um, have you extended a hand of gratitude to someone and you see the body language like, you suppose don't give me this thing since now? Eh? Why did they waste time? That, that's what the body language is saying. Like, he's entitled to it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, anytime you receive, be grateful. Be grateful. Amen. Be, be grateful. Amen. And you know, I have also learned that when you are grateful, you will get more opportunities. You, you will get more gifts. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I've seen people receive material gift and they go like, so after I don't wear the clothes, finish. Now me, see, to give the clothes. They carry the shoe they gave you. Look at it like this. You just, you don't rain on me finish. This church, they don't rain on me finish. The shoe, the, the soul don't chop. Now you carry give me. But let me tell you something. Some of those things you are giving to could be precious to the person giving it to you. Maybe the person woke up with you in their heart. And most times, that's how it is. They wake up with you in their heart. They are, they, are, they are searching through their wardrobes. And they see something that's been lying down there for a long while. And your name pop up. And they package it. And they bring it to you. All you, all that is expected of you is to be grateful. Amen. Some of those shoes they give you, they like it so much. But maybe they are not comfortable with the shoes, or it's not their size. Amen. It has happened to me. I have a long leg. Amen. I bought shoes, get home, 
and it's not it. You look at the shoe, you have spent money, you look at the shoe, look at the shoe, you, you put your leg, you force it. Have you forced your leg into a shoe? You force your leg, you force your leg. You, you, it not be your size. It's not your shoe. So you package it. And somebody's name pop up and you give it. And the person, and the person look at it like this. They don't see me finish for this church. I have ordered for shoe. You know those things we order? You see them on your screen. They look so clean. When, when they deliver it, when they deliver you wonder, you look at this, your phone, your screen. You look at the kaya. Ah, but, but this is not what I saw. Your money have entered one chance already. It's, not a, it's your kaya. I ordered one for me and my wife. Sneakers from Lagos. When they brought it, I look and say, kaya, no. I said, no, no. Mother Lisa said, just buy from me. You see it, wear it, check it, and buy. And that was the last time I ordered. I will go to the shop, bring it, I will choke my leg, check it, check it, check it. Uh I can spend 30 minutes checking it to be sure. uh, So that we go home and go put somebody's name in my heart. True, I'm telling you. I mean, I, I've given shoes plenty. My kid brothers, I, I've been looking at the, my shoes on their legs. But, but I'm saying this to let you know that some of the things you get from people could be very precious to them. All they deserve is just a thank you and mean it. Some of the money you get from people is their last money. The last money they have with them, but you know, but they felt that you need it more. He or she can sort themselves at that moment, but you need it more. And they take it and they give to you. And say, see, I can't ask them for money. Now, 100 naira, I give me squeezed 100 naira. God, this church, uh, squeezed 100 naira. Me, me, see, 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 see me. See you, and they ask for money. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it was last two Sundays or three Sundays, um, I was talking with Pastor Jessica, you know, um, over the welfare of one of us here. You know, I was talking with her outside and showing my concern. And, you know, she explained to me the, the plenty work that they have been doing concerning the issue. And I was very grateful. You know, and thank you, Pastor Jessica. We... Uh, we can't thank you enough. The sacrifices, uh, you know, that you, you make. Thank you. Sometimes we wonder how you do them, how you have time, how you have time for other people. For yourself, there's so much. There's so much you need for yourself. There's so much time you need for yourself, yet you still squeeze out time for people. Thank you, ma'am. You know, Sheridan, she told me how, you know, what they spend on a, on a daily basis, you know, and, and it got to my heart. And I told them I, um, I was going to contribute. So I got home, I, I made a transfer. And that money I sent was the last money in my account at that moment. So most times, when people extend, extend to you, it could be their last money. It could be something 
that is precious to them. But maybe no longer their size. Don't you know that there are people who have stuffs in their wardrobes, in their houses, they have no use for five years. Maybe I'm talking to someone right now. They've not bought it because it's so precious. You can't let go. <laughs> okay, God is speaking now. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Pastor D said back to sender. <laughs> okay. Amen. Amen. You know, my last birthday, somebody sent me a sneakers. Clean white sneakers. I put my leg. Put, put, put. You know, enter. Why you get long leg? Why you get long leg? Size 46. Who has that? And the thing is showing 46. But you know, there is small 46. There is big. My own is big 46. Chukan, chukan, chukan. No, enter. So with 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 uh, with small with small politeness, I went to meet the person. I said, "Oh no, the thing didn't size me." The person said, "Okay, let me let me try and get another size or get the money." No, not with my Igbo brothers. One sold, one sold. No getting, no refund. Amen. So she tried. The guy says he's not refunding. The guy got another size. Put my leg. You know, enter. So I didn't bother. I didn't bother the person again. I just told myself it's not your own. So I kept it. And one day, I came, and a name popped up, and I packaged it with all joy, and I gave it. Hallelujah. So some of those things are precious. That's my point. So be grateful. Amen. Don't don't develop entitlement mentality. Nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you anything. If they give you money, it's their money. They can decide to give it or not to give it. It's a choice. It's not a right. So once they, once they, they grow above that, that, that power to hold on and release to you, take it with two hands. Hallelujah. And, and in case you have been giving and giving and giving and it seems like there's no returns, you know, you can come to that place where, you know, you have given of yourself, you have given of your resources and it seems like nothing is coming back. Don't be weary. Don't be weary. It's coming back. Seed time and harvest time it shall never cease. It's coming back. It may not come to you. It may come to your children. It may come to your spouse. Amen. When Abuja, um, three or four weeks ago, yes, three or four weeks ago, for Ochi's wedding, a Friday evening wedding. So we're there. We had to put up with um, Pastor Otto. Um, and, you know, anytime me and Otto meet, we have nine million and one things to talk about. So we were gisting into the night, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., we're still gisting. And so I told him about a, a member in Abuja there who always gives my wife a gift. Always. And correct gifts. 
Every time I go to Abuja, something is always packaged in leather, in designer leather, gifts. So I come back with gifts for my wife. Sometimes I wish the gifts are mine. <laughs> and so we got talking with Otto, and um, so I mentioned that to him. I said, Kai, please let me thank this lady. She's always, she's always um, giving me stuff for my wife. In fact, during the Ochi's wedding, we may say, ah, you didn't tell me you were coming. I would have packaged some other things. Okay, don't worry. Next time that you're coming. She understands. So, and Topol made a statement. He said, he said, she's showing her gratitude. And that's sometimes, that's how people show how grateful they are. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Then I, I started thinking back. I started thinking back. And I remember that this lady had a lecturer who would not let her go. The guy kept, kept repeating her for about three years. She was studying law. The guy kept repeating her. And one time we got so we, we, we got so frustrated about it and then we prayed. We had a prayer of agreement. And then after the prayer, we made the plan. We gave her a phone and we asked her to walk into the man's office in Amadubelo University, Congo campus, walk into the man's office, record the conversation with the man, and we'll be outside waiting. If the man tries anything funny, we're going to take it up. And so because we just, want, we, we just needed a way for her. And so we're outside. I remember me and Felix, I think an Otto, were outside, and she walked in. You know, she began, the, the man asked her to come, so they were talking and but thank God for the man, as if he knew. His Baba in the village, really, uh, uh, Baba tribe for him. As if he knew that ambush was laid, so he behaved himself that day. And I think after that meeting, she was let go, and all of that. Um, you know, and, and I also remember, while, while, um, while I was in Abuja, this lady will call, and she will tell us how she has no food to eat. And I will send her to my mom's place. I will send her to my mom's place, call my siblings, and tell them somebody is coming. Give her anything she wants to eat. Happened a couple of times. When she was to serve, she was to serve in Abuja. We got her a place to stay for service. When she finished from law school, her family members couldn't make it on her graduation. It was me and Otu that were there to stand as family members. So I began to remember some, I said, okay, okay, perhaps this is the, these are some of the things she's remembering, that she's extending her gratitude, that Otto must be correct. And so, don't be weary. Don't be weary. The Bible says, don't be weary at well-doing. For in due season, she will reap. She'll faint not. So don't faint. Don't faint. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That sounded like a message anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe someone is blessed. Hallelujah. Um, last week we, we touched on a topic um, uh, I titled The Voice of the People. How many of us remember that? Hallelujah. You know, we had a um, three case study. We had um, Saul. We had um, Aaron. And we had Herod. Amen. Um, we, we also shared some of the things we garnered from, 
from those case studies. You know, number one, don't live your life to please people or by what people say. Amen. Don't live your life to please people. Hallelujah. I've seen people do everything possible to please someone. You know, and I perceived, I perceived that um, when, I, when I mentioned a lady I was talking to who told me that her boyfriend is a real man, you know, because he beats her. You understand? I perceived that um, some people do not agree that a man should not beat them. I have spoken with some people, some ladies, yes, who, who do not agree that they should not be beaten. As when you are talking with people who are in love or married, you have to be careful what you say. Better still, don't even say anything. Many women, especially in our culture, they have been trained to believe that they demand their, their husband should beat them and put them in, in check. I have also seen women that beat men either. Amen. So don't live your life to please people. Amen. Live your life to please God. And you know, number two, we saw that uh, don't live your life to oppress or impress people. You know, we no get time. You understand? There's so much we, we you know, understand. Uh, don't live your life to oppress. If you are privileged, take that privilege and be of service to people. Yes, take that privilege and be of service to people. Don't, 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 don't oppress people. We saw a scripture that says, whatever you have, you received it. Why are you now behaving like you didn't receive it? Even the life, you receive it. Amen. So if you are privileged, praise God. Take that opportunity and reach out to people. And don't live to impress people. Don't live to impress people. Amen. Live to serve people. Hallelujah. Don't base your judgment of people by what you hear other people say, you know, about them. You know, people talk. People talk. Don't, don't, don't base your judgment of this person by what this other person said about them. Amen. The Bible says we should believe the best of everyone. That's what love does. Love believes the best in spite of what they hear. So don't, 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 don't be amoeba central. So they bring you all the gist, all the local gist, and you are, you are amoeba advisor. So you, they bring your advice. They, 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 they bring your advice. Uh, you know, do like this. Give, keep malice with him for two months. Is that correct? Uh, this one, don't talk to that one. So you are your advisor. So all the amoeba gets to you. And then you are feeling like a champion. <laughs> you are a fool. If everybody comes to talk to me, you're feeling like a champion. Your head will soon bust. Amen. All right. <laughs> One man, I had a joke. One man, 89 years or so, went to the hospital and told the doctor that he has a problem with hearing. And the doctor said, what do you want to hear again? Said, What do you want to hear that you have not had after 89 years? Let's leave that here. Let's leave that here. Let's leave that here. You have had enough. 
if I, if I were you, I would just leave it. So I don't hear all the rubbish, hear all the bad news, hear all the, they say, they say. Just, just be walking. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Daddy wants to hear more. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't compare yourself with other people. In the Bible says, they that compare themselves to themselves are not wise. Amen. Don't compare. You don't know the background. Your own is different. We are different. Don't, don't go out. Don't compare. See in shoes. See my shoes. See in house. See my house. Hey, don't compare. Be content with whatsoever ye have. And you can do all things. You know, it don't, don't mean that you can do all does not mean, you know, uh, um, in what you do. It means that even in, in, in abundance, you can, you can be content. Even in lack, you can be content. That's what Paul was saying. Because he first of all said, I have learned that in abundance, I'm cool. When I'm in need, I'm cool. Then he now said in the next verse, I can do all things. So when I don't have plenty, I'm cool. I don't become so desperate because I don't have. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, so today um, I'm tempted to continue on that but there's something else that's strong on my heart this morning. So quickly I'll just go, go to that. Um, hallelujah. And um, it's titled uh, Commanded to Walk. Commanded to walk. I want to challenge myself. I want to challenge you this morning. Hallelujah. Commanded to walk. Amen. You know, the Bible taught us to abhor idleness. The Bible taught us to abhor idleness. It's in the welfare of that job that you do that you get that same work. So we got security job. Mine was so bad that it was night duty. We were to do that job one month. Our plan was to do it. They didn't know. Our plan was to do it one month, collect money, move. Travel to go and hear God's word. <laughs> okay. Amen. So we took the job. My first day, I can remember. I told my mom that I got a job, but it's night shift. Uh, no, I, I can't. Uh, my mother will kill me. It's night shift. So we got to work. Uh, Prosper's own was morning shift. Prosper used to wear uniform. Prosper said, when he wears the uniform and stays. You stay by the gate. When somebody comes that he knows, when somebody that he knows, he will hide, he will hide behind the gate and be pushed and be, you know, you stay inside and pushing the gate like this. You hide by the uniform because of uniform and you put the cap close here, then push the gate inside. But mine was night, no uniform. I appeared with one Mr. John. Mr. John is an expert in security work. He's an expert. Mr. John understands security work. And it was in, in one November, very cold. So we're, we're guarding 
one bank manager, Manchester Rogeri, close to GT Bank there, one first bank manager, who just bought a car. The car means so much to him. The man wakes up every 3 a.m. to check out the car. That's why I don't like car. I don't like car. People say, I, I, I don't carry too many people in my car so that somebody cry. Poverty is in different levels. He said, he doesn't carry many people in his car because of his shocks. And so we got to job every 3 a.m. The man will wake up and his Kenneth is looking for because Kenneth is somewhere sleeping. But why wouldn't I sleep? All I had was a torchlight. No weapon. If anybody jumped through the fence, is it torchlight? <laughs> so it was torch. So we will come, the Mr. John, the expert, he will put fire, you put fire, you stay by the fire, the man doesn't sleep through the night. I don't know how the man does it. What have we come? We we'll stay, walk around, gist. I don't even know what kind of Jesus I would see with the man. 1 a.m. By 1 a.m., I can't help it. So I will locate one lungu, very dirty, dirty place, no broom to sweep it. Use my leg. Clear it, clear it, clear it. There's this big jacket I used to come with. Lay it and lie down and sleep. That's when, when, when Auntie spoke about people sleeping outside, I understand. Not only that, but my house. In the whole of that area, I'm at Beloway. If you pass through there in the night, that's, that's people's home. In front of shops. In the cold. In the rain. And you are complaining that they are not giving you food in your house. That you get, what kind of food is this? What kind of house is this? What kind of jagataka house is this? Can't you see your mates? See the kind of house they beat for their children? This jagataka house. In the night, past the end, I'm out the below way. All those those shops, the front, people sleep there in the night. So they even pay. They pay for cold, for rain, for breeze, for mosquito outside, for for insecurity, for fear, they pay. Clear it, clear with my leg, lie down there on the dead, sleep. By 3 a.m. I'll be hearing my name. Kenneth! Kenneth! The man will come out with towel on his waist. Kenneth! I will come out. He said, you are sleeping again. I said, no, I'm checking out that side. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't checking out anything. Hallelujah. Amen. We are commanded to walk. Please give me, give me easy translation. There's something you can do at any time. There's something you can do with your free time. There's something you can do. Something honest that you can do. Something meaningful that you can do. Not all these, all these people calling people by the phone trying to do 419. Some of them don't even know how to do it. They're not even skillful enough. I woke up, I woke up three days ago preparing to go to work and I saw a message. I saw a message on my phone. Okay, I didn't even know until I got a call. No, I saw a missed call. I called back. 
And the guy said, um, Oga, I, I, send, I send you the charge card. I beg, no load down. I beg, no load I mistakenly send you the charge card. I beg, no load down. I'm like, uh, if you send it now, it's, it's, if you send message, can't you see it? You can just take it and, and push, push to whoever. So when I drop, you can tell my wife, this is no adopt. There's something. There's something. Because if you send SMS, I still have a copy now. I can still just send it to the correct place. Why telling me not to load? I said, sir, I will not load your recharge card. He said, but don't give your phone to... I said, my phone is my phone. Nobody will have a... Don't be, don't, don't, don't be afraid. Nobody will load your recharge card. He said, okay, that uh, he will quickly try and send it to, to the baba he won't send it to. I said, no problem. That he will call me later after he has sent it to the man. So I'm wondering. The thing was not adding up. After I sent it to the man, to the baba, and so, I was coming back from work. I got his call again. He said, hey, I have, I have sent the recharge card to the, to the Baba here, to my father. He now said, my father, he forgot, he told him, Baba, if he doesn't have sense, I have retention sense. Uh-huh. He said, I have sent it to my, my daddy. He's here now. He wants to thank you. Uh-huh. So he said, and I said, oh, Baba, stay cool. I was listening. Another, another time now. Uh-huh. So no wala. So I, 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 I waited for Baba. Baba now pick it. Hello, my son. You know, I don't act drama. Ah. The man was acting the voice. I knew. It wasn't, the man was acting the voice. He, the man was acting the voice. Hello, my son. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the recharge card. I didn't send you the recharge card. Thank you. I said, no problem. Uh, my son, what's your name? I said, John. Uh, oh, John, how are you, John? Where are you? I said, I'm in Lagos. He said, so you, do, you, do you understand Yoruba? I said, mm, I'm trying a bit. Say, hey, that him is in Oshu. He's in Oshu and that um, he's the one that prays for the Oba of Oshu. He's the prayer merchant. I said, wow, that's interesting. We're, we're talking. That's interesting. I said, wow, that's interesting. He said, oh, what I have done for him is very good. That you would like to pray for me. You know, he was not praying. He was not praying. I was listening. Maybe prayer. So he was not praying on top of his, top of his airtime. Uh-huh. No, Allah. So, um, um, so um, that will I, will I like him to pray for me? I said, I said, I said, you already praying. He said, okay, I should get pure water so that he can pray for me. I said, okay, pure water one or two. He said one. I said, okay, let me get it. I ended my call. I ended now. And then they call to go and get pure water. I'm, I've not gotten it yet. <laughs> so I went to my tomb and I said, you see, that thing, that thing was suspicious. You sent somebody SMS mistakenly. Don't speak it. It's in your phone. And send to the right person. Which all this fake, fake, this thing, give me prayer. And that's how, that's how we fall for somebody. Say, you know how the man is praying for me. Amen, amen, amen. Yes. Pastor D, I've told all this morning. It's your God. It's my God. He's my God. I can pray to my, I have access to my God. Yeah. It's not until you pray for me that it's my God. So what has prayer got to do with pure water? So in the night, in the night, I saw that the guy called twice. He goes, this guy, the guy no entered the one chance. Hallelujah. Second Thessalonians. Yes, three, six. 
Thank you. Our friends, you must stay away from every believer who is living in a lazy way. Every what? Unbeliever. Every believer who is living in a lazy way. We tell you this with the authority that the Lord Jesus Christ gives to us. Lazy people like that are not living in the way that we taught you. You yourselves know that you ought to copy our example. You know that we were not lazy when we lived among you. We always paid for the food that anyone gave to us. Kai. Every time I read this, I'm like, Kai. But this, this is not what we see around here. We tell people, we psych people, we use our spiritual voice to sell our sense of entitlement and put people under bondage. This man of God said, we always paid for the food that anyone gave to us. We worked hard all the time, during the day and at night. We did that so that we would not make trouble for any of you. Kai, Kai, when you make your money, you will not make trouble for anybody. You will reduce the burden, sir. And you know, it's sweet to spend your own money. It's sweeter. To spend your own money, that's, it's sweeter. When you spend the money you borrow, you know you must pay back. Uh, we could have told you to give us what we needed. We have authority to do that. But we wanted to show you how to live properly. Then you could copy our example. I want us to get that. They had the authority to demand of anything from the people. Our pastors here, they have the authority to come here and say, uh, neighbor bill for me is this. This They have the authority. But you know, when I was reading this, I was asking myself, imagine that Rev and his wife have to depend on that, on that call. When we come here, Pastor Jessica will bring the list. This is the list for our pastors this month. Rice, 50,000. Yam, 2,000. Nepal build this thing. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Pastor Dubai shopping. 50 million. Fair on me school fees. 10 million. The, the members will leave you. And your bill. No, imagine, but you know, that they have the right to. I need to get that. They have the right to. They have the authority to demand of it. And if we give it, it is correct. But there is a higher way. And I like it. He says, so that we will not become a burden to anyone. Because if they depend on this offering and prophet offering, I'm telling you, Pastor, they will not be shining like this. I mean, honestly, this is, this is what... Many people have depended on, many ministers of God have depended on, and now they are angry. They are angry with God. They are angry with everybody. And they, 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 they have concluded that this thing doesn't work. Have you met an angry pastor? 
who is angry because his needs are not met. And because he waited on people, he waited on people to give to him. And they will not give. Because giving is the will of the people. If they say, look, go give you money. If you will not give you food, you will not. But why, why don't you follow Paul's example? Put your hands to work. Even when we were there with you, we told you this rule. If anyone refuses to walk, you should not give food to him. Maybe we should start following that rule here. Pastor Jessica. If... Huh? It will not work. Okay. We say this because someone has told us news about you. They have told us that some people among you are living in a lazy way. Those people do not work at their own jobs. Instead, they cause trouble to other people who are working. No, it is God's word. Even me, even me, I'm not so happy that I'm reading it. Because I'm also challenging myself. But you know, I'm commanded to. And I'm under authority. <laughs> Amen. Because, you know, the, the easier one would have been Pastor D and Reverend who just come and cross their leg and read out the bills and we'll lay it down. Very easy, isn't it? You know, raise offering every Sunday, raise offering. You know, after you raise and raise and raise, nobody will chase you from the church. Amen. Amen. Let's follow Paul's example. We are commanded to walk. And there is something you can do at your own time. You know, I wish we knew some things while we were in school. You can still be in school and make money. Yes. Now I was thinking about it. Say, Kai, some of these things we didn't know. You just, you know, you in school, you have 90 million time. You can be in school, catch a shop in one of the social centers and sell something. And use students' money to take care of yourself as a student. And be sending money home. You can do something wherever you are. You, you are working on a job, you can still do something even with the job that you are doing. You can set up a passive income system. We have had all of that. You know, Rev have done a great job. He has told us. Hallelujah. All this lazing about sitting at home and saying there is no job. There is no job. See, people are making money. Even with all this, you are complaining. As you are complaining, money is changing hands. People are making money every second. And as a believer, you have more grace. You know more. To become more productive. And I've come to challenge you. You are here. You are doing nothing. God's word is telling you to get up. And go to work. There is something you can do. There is something you can sell. And you know most times it's, it's our ego. I have PhD. How can I sell Zobo? I have PhD. No money in your pocket. You are broke. When my wife started telling me about 
You know, she just likes all these things, you know. My DSTV, Food Network, suffers. So she just likes all these, you know, walking things with her hand, edible stuffs. And she has been telling me many years, maybe like two years ago, that she wants to start selling. Well, you know, I, I was feeling like my wife, master's holder. How can she be selling Zobo and Bones? It's hmm. ego. Ego. So thank you for that book, sir. That book is. Amen. Ego. It's, it's your ego. You don't want to let your guards down. You don't want to sell anything. How can they see me selling something? And you are broke. You don't have money. You understand? You see, there is nothing as having money come into your hand every day. That's how my mom took care of four children of hers and five children of others, plus other people will come and join by the side. I'm telling you, the, the, the food we build on our business, if we calculate it, it will build the house. But every day, from Monday to Saturday, money comes to this woman's house in the thousands. If you enter my mom's room and she does like this, you see money. You do like this, you see money. Throw one money here, throw one money here, throw one at that she did. There's always money. There is nothing as having money come to your hand daily. You will never be broke again. You know, one of the reasons my wife decided to start selling something because there are some times we come, both of us don't have any money. I mean, no money. I know children don't understand no money. Lopsy was asking me, I picked up from school on Friday. She said, he said, every time I'm always asking you to buy me something. I'm always asking my grandma to buy me something. And you're always buying me something. I said, yeah, I have to buy. I have to buy. I said, okay, but just, I said, just keep telling God to provide plenty money. So she now asked me a question. Ah, won't God's money finish? <laughs> and that time, that time I now became serious. I said, God's money not finish. His money never finishes. So you can depend on his money again and again. Hallelujah. And one of the ways to enjoy this God's money is by going to work. Give God something to work with. Give God something to bless you through by. For he blesses the works of our hands. Hallelujah. Amen. First Thessalonians 4 verse 11. First Thessalonians 4 verse 11. I wanted to begin to think, what can I do? What can I do to make money? What can I do to get daily income? As I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. What can I do? And honestly, there's something you can do. Once you give it some thought, there's always something you can do. Do you notice that the white guys that come here, they don't come here walking up and down and vigisting. Nigeria is fine, no? Look at Nigeria. Nigeria is very fine. You know, you don't see, especially those Lebanese guys, 
those guys, there's one new thing they are doing now. They are selling these uh, cooking utensils. They carry, Paul, they carry it from office to office. They come to, I've, I've bought one self. Yeah. 85,000. I paid instrumentally, but I bought. They will carry inside KK, moving up and down. White guys. Carry inside KK, moving up and down, selling. One was in our office uh, last Monday. And it's the black guys that will carry it on their head and follow the black guys. You feel any? It's a white man. You feel any? You go and look for something to sell. The man left his country. He came here. Somebody said, when, when I walk on the streets of Africa, I see money everywhere. But the Africans don't see the money. I saw one Lebanese guy driving, smoking inside the car. There's one black girl inside smoking. No regards. You are following because he's a white guy. Smoking on you. You don't, don't have respect for you. You don't have respect for yourself. Because he's a white, he has white, fake white guy. Lebanese guy, fake. Fake white black guy. Just because, he, because, because his hair is coily, it goes like this. I can keep my hair and coil it too. The guy is driving, smoking inside the car. What disrespect. I went to an office in Abuja one time for an interview, Seth Rako in Abuja. I would go there to two white guys who were inside the office smoking. I go, what's, what's wrong with these guys? Smoking, smoking, smoking now in the office. I mean, Abba. Hi. Africa, grow sense. Amen. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4, verse 11. Verse 11. Try very much to live at peace with other people. Work hard at your own job. We have already told you that you must do these things. If you live in this way, other people who are not believers will respect you. Also, you will not have to ask anyone else to give you things that you need. Work at your own job. So you don't have to ask people to give you things that you need. There are basic needs that we need. Whether we like it or not, those needs, they are there. Those basic needs, they are there. Hallelujah. Those basic, they are always there. Work at your own job. Put your hands to work. And if you're already putting your hands to work, you can extend it for more. Hallelujah. You know, let, let's not join this, this, this thing. Is it grace they call it? Is it grace don't work? So you, you, wake up, you wake up in your house and you are confessing. Money coming to me now. Don't join that charade. Get up. Get out. Get up. Get out. There are money on our streets. One of the reasons I like Lagos is because there is something you can sell in Lagos. And anything you sell in Lagos, they buy. The anything sells in Lagos. It's in Lagos I saw some where you can shit, where you can poop. Uh, 
Then the roti shitting is serious business. <laughs> package it. It's serious business. Because if you don't do it, has uh, it ever caught you inside car when you're traveling? Uh, okay. Breeze will be blowing you, but you're sweating from this side. Then breeze is blowing, then you're sweating. Anything can sell. So somebody come up, set up stuffs. So when you are pressed, you go there, you pay some money, you deliver. He's delivering. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians 4.28. Ephesians 4.28. King James. Ephesians 4.28. And another reason people, people don't go to work is, is pride. There is nothing wrong with being number two. We, we also live in an era where everybody wants to be CEO. Yeah, I'm a CEO. CEO of nothing. You just CEO on paper. It's CEO, you see all his Instagram, you see pictures, graphics, nothing. It's, it's, it's facade, nothing. Smooth screen. CEO, CEO, CEO. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to lower themselves and learn under someone. If you have to learn under someone, do it. Pastor Jamie told us how she went to learn how to make bags, right? Under a little girl. That to be talking to her anyhow. She said, you know my age. Wait, come, come. Because I can't learn how to make bag. You know my age. Hey, tell her my age, oh. I don't be your mate, oh. Rubbish. All these small, small girls. If when you come, so they'll come in. Who will lose? Who will lose? No, go to market, go to city shop and say, I'm 60 years old. I need bomb the, the elbow. The elbow the security man will give to you. Humble yourself. If you need to learn from someone, if you need to be number two, there's nothing wrong being number two. There's nothing wrong. Everybody wants to be ogre. If all of us are ogre, if all of us are ogre, who, who would do the other work? There's nothing wrong being number two or being under someone. There's nothing wrong working under someone. If you need to do it for a while and get what you need to get, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with being there and also be established running your own business. There's nothing wrong. What is pride, ego? Do you know me graduate? Graduate. Verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather, let him labor. Working with his hands. The thing which is good. That he may have to give to him that needed. That's the part I don't like. You know, that's the part I don't like. But it's God's word. You know, that's the reason we walk. It, 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 it makes us better. We take care of our own needs and we have to give to another. That's why we walk. Walking is not just for you, yourself, my, my family. You walk so that you can give to who? To him that need. Let him that steal, steal no more. Mrs. say, let him seek a honest job and go about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Put 
put your hands to work, there is something you can do. You are a student, there is something you can do. You can make money while you are in school. You can sell something to your classmates and use their free money to take care of yourself and send some money home. Hallelujah. We must have the working attitude, the desire to be productive, the desire to contribute. You know, I wrote here, there is a dignity that comes with putting your hands to work. Earning your own food. There is nothing as earning your own food. I told you, spend your own money is sweet. There is nothing as earning your own food. It's dignifying. There's nothing glorious at begging. And we do not say, if you need help, don't ask for help. Uh-uh, let me balance it. We didn't say that. If you need help, get it. If you read 2 Thessalonians, he came down and said, don't be weary at well-doing. What Paul was saying is that just in case there are still people at that level who still need to be helped, don't shrink back. Amen. But he's commanding us first of all that there is something we can do. We can put our hands to work to get money with our free time. With our free time, there is something we can get at. Hallelujah. Abhor idleness. You know, in First Corinthians, Paul was telling the Corinthians that, that he is, I am what I am by the grace of God. But, there's an understatement that says, but I labored more than them all. So grace is not actually doing nothing. Grace is going the extra mile. Grace is not lying down and saying, I'm saved by grace, doing nothing. Grace is going the extra mile. I am what I am by the grace of God, but I labored more than them all. So that more labor pushed him up and he enjoyed the grace. Not sitting down idling and doing nothing and reclaiming money come to me in my pocket, in my bank now and you collect tea and lie down. You collect remote. One time our DSTV expired and it took about two or three weeks before I subscribed. So when I was going to subscribe, I entered DSTV office with Love Seal. I thought about going to DSTV office. Guess what she said? Say, finally. I said, Kai. <laughs> Say, finally. I can watch my cartoon. Mommy can watch Food Network and Daddy can watch his football. I said, it's not your fault. <laughs> finally. Finally. Finally, and we entered the STV office. She said, Can I sit down here? I said, No, sit down. She sat down, crossed her leg, waiting for me to pay. Yeah. Hmm. Finally. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You don't know why the team was not subscribed for two weeks. And he didn't ask. Uh, finally, mommy can watch our food network. Me and my sister can watch our cartoon. And you can watch your football. Finally. Yeah. Clap for yourself. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I challenge you. I challenge you. Amen. You, you, you can render a service. I, I want you to go from this service, enter into this new month, thinking of what you can do Amen. with your spare time in case you are doing something else. If you are not doing anything at all, think of what you can do. You can render a service. 
you can solve a problem you can sell something and and you you don't need so much to start some things you don't need so much to start some things you can you can pick a job you can pick a job you can you can start a business if you on a job you can set up a passive income system something that will be working without you being there we have been taught that here there is a business where you work in there is a business where you don't work in so if if you if you run a business that you work in you can set up something that you don't have to be there but it's working when i had my business every monday i would just go there and collect money from work i don't bab anybody i know how to bab i learned it when i left secondary school i went to learn how to bab don't just sit down there and not do anything learn a craft learn a trade learn something i can bab i can go set up a pamphlet i will bab you know you know my my my, my kid brother he left home recently you know when he left home you know when you leave home you now know uh-huh. you now know that <laughs> so when he left home he started thinking on how to make money so he called me up the other day say say sir i've started a pos shop and you know i i, I never knew that any, there's anything serious from pos shop until I have because I've been seeing POS, 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 and this thing that's everywhere. Is there anything serious coming out of you? We they collect a hundred naira, give you. What's, you know, but the guy explained to me, he said, every day of the first six days, at least one five or two thousand he gets every day. And he just started small. He's still, he's still even looking for big money, like a hundred K to put into the business so that you can attend to big money customers. But with the little he started with, he said every day he makes between one five and two thousand. The one hundred they collect from the customers, twenty five naira is for the bank or so. Seventy five naira is your money. So I will sit down. Somebody will come give me seventy five naira. I'll just press something. He said, "He says, I think about it." I said, I said, do you know I am I am quick teller agent? I have certificate. I have quick teller agent certificate to run all this business. I didn't use this in my bag. That's why I told you I'm talking to myself. You carry paper certificate, knowledge, put in your bag. Your knowledge is in your purse. Bring it out and solve a problem to make money. Get out and render a service. Go home today. Start thinking, what can I do? What can I do to make small change that can at least take care of my transportation, take care of recharge car? These necessities. These necessities that you can use to buy your own food. Amen. That's what I've come to challenge you this morning on. To put your hands to work because the Bible says we are commanded. We are commanded to. Hallelujah. Paul said, I'm commanded. I don't want to become a burden, although I have the right to depend on you. But I don't want to. I don't want to. 
I ask myself, if I don't go and walk, if I'm depending on offering here, gift here, how can I, how can I pay my bills? If you need to pick a one month course, pick a one month course, two weeks course, three weeks course. If you need to go and learn under someone how they make something, go and learn. Humble yourself. Sweep the place. Humble yourself. Learn. And get to work. There is money. People are making money. While you are complaining, the guy with POS shop, money is going into his hand every day. The one with a provision shop there, money is entering his hand every day. You can say like, how much does he need to start a car business? How much? How much? You, do, you don't pay for rent. My mother has been selling a car for 30 years. We have not paid for the first rent. Just by the road. It's just recently we picked up the shop in front of the place. By the road, and every day thousands of money coming to her hand. She will gather money, go and buy grains and store it and sell. There is something you can do. I'm challenging you. Whether you're a student, whether I've got into school or not, there's something you can do to make money. There's something you can sell. Go to your street, walk around it, look around. There is something you can provide. There's a service you can render that can give you money. And I'm telling you, you'll be so glad you did. When money begins to come into your hand, it's sweet. It's sweet to make your own money and eat your own bread and buy your own food. You know, when somebody takes you out on a date, you be careful because I don't know how much is in this person's pocket. But when you take yourself out on, out on a date, you know how much you have. You know the fear. Hallelujah. 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 Finally, Acts chapter 20. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Abhor idleness. Abhor idleness. I mean, it's sickening. When you, when you walk out every day, you come back, meet people, the same spot where you left them. Kai, I don't know how they do it. You are going to work, dressed, going to work. You meet them there. You are coming back. You meet them there. And those guys we left in Malali, they are still there. They are still gisting every morning, afternoon, and night. They are still in their father's house. Thirty-two. Acts 20, 32. Abhor idleness. It is said that the idle man is what? Acts 20, 32. Amen. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. I have coveted no man's silver or gold or apparel. You know, we said last week, don't, don't wish you have. 
what other people have. Don't covet, be covetous. I have coveted no man's gold, food or apparel. Verse 34, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. This is Paul talking. He was telling, and you know, um, um, in this place he was giving a parting message to the people at Ephesus. He was, he was about leaving them after staying with them for a while. This was what he was telling them. And you know how important our party messages are. I say, you see, he says, see, I have not coveted anybody's, I have not coveted whatever is yours. But these hands have ministered to, unto my necessities and to them that were with me. Is that not what Ephesians said? That we walk so that we can have to give to them that need. That's why he said we should copy his example. He's giving us a good example to copy. Yet, he, he, he was a man of God. He was traveling everywhere. He was preaching up and down. But he had time to walk and minister to his necessities. And I've come to tell you, let your hands minister to your necessities. He said, I have showed you all things. How that so laboring, ye ought to support the weak. And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. How in soul laboring, we support the weak. Hallelujah. Laboring, working with his hands putting it to work and ministering to his needs, his necessities and to them. It is good to receive all, but it is higher to give. Receiving is sweet, but it is sweeter to give. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You cannot give if you don't have. So put your hands to work, to have, so you can give. That's the higher life. Don't join these people saying that you don't have to work, don't have to do anything. You just stay and be confessing. Just stay and be confessing. Just be confessing, be confessing. Wake up in the morning and be confessing. And pray for six hours. Pray for six hours and be confessing and be confessing. Hunger, the hunger that will chase you. The hunger. The hunger that will chase you from the confession. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have to go and serve and become an apprentice, please do. Learn one week, two weeks. You are are smart enough to learn the thing in one week now. One week, two weeks, and set up. Instead of coming to ask for food, ask for money to start something. It's more glorious. Go and learn a trade. Come and ask for money to start something. You understand? So that when you now start something, we know that your own case now, you know, uh-huh. so we can focus on other people. That's how we begin to grow. That's how he said we in laboring so we can support the weak. So as we keep supporting, they are no longer weak because we have supported. So we have time to support other people or the new ones that will come. Not just for all of us just come and binge and don't be binging on one person and be binging and be binging and be parasiting until we suck the person out. We are commanded to walk. That's the message I came to give. 
So go and put your hands to work. Go back home and begin to ask yourself. When you sit down and ask yourself, I tell you, there is something you can do. There is something you can do. There is something you can sell. There is something you can sell. Since my wife started that business, she has never lacked money. There's always money in her hand. And there is some I can collect too. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And in order to help the business, I don't, I don't eat it and drink it for free. If I drink, I pay. To help the business. To encourage her. I put my money, I give. The last crate of drink I paid, I gave her, but I bought the crate of drink. So when I drink the Zobo, I pay. My name is in the book of life. I'm still owing her like 5,000 naira. But I will pay. Yes. It's from 9,000 to this two. So I'm paying. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So go to work, sir. Go to work, man. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter how small you are. There is something you can do. Because God's word says so. So go out and expect it and do it. And money will come into your hand. And you, 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 you will now have even more to give. And you will see and you begin to receive the blessing of the giver. For it is more blessed to give than to receive. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. You can call us on 091-25-22-45-4587. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Kaduna.